0: Mystic Michaela, spiritual family, welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Here I am with as always my quarantine crew Scotty. Hey Scotty. Hey guys. Scott, what's I can't even understand you. What, what's going on?
1: I'm wearing a quarantine mask. He
0: he's wearing his cloth mask.
1: I he's take wearing. It off?
0: Yeah, take it off. Okay. Yeah. There. Good job. He
1: I lit- wasn't, you know, I thought it was a good idea at first. Yeah. Because you know we are breaking quarantine mm-hmm. by being six feet not six feet apart. We're only about <laughs> I think we're four okay. feet apart. <laughs> well, I mean we're coworkers, and they said your coworkers have to be six feet apart, right? Yeah, you're and we're right. We're about four. Yeah. So I figured I'd wear the mask. You're right. Uh, you're gonna zoom was,
0: meeting me upstairs when I'm downstairs. Correct. Yep. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> but then you know it was kind of hard to breathe. I don't. I don't like wearing the mask.
0: The mask is hard. You wear it but to Publ- like the grocery the Publ- store, publics. Yeah. yeah. You do wear it there. I mean, it's what we have to do to keep others safe.
1: So what what I thought was a good idea, Mm -hmm. when I, idea, like my my mom said, idea,
0: Long, Long Island, Island
1: uh, <laughs> wasn 't a good idea i just can 't hear me, but I did uh you know, I know you were you were complaining the other day that you were yeah. missing our live studio audience yes, so as we 're not allowed to have one anymore now because we always
0: did we had many people here yes we all it. the time packed mm-hmm. packed, crowd packed crowds for this. Standing room only that's what we got going on uh, here. but now what I did <laughs> is i,
1: I just uh, I painted our soccer balls, and we have four soccer balls staring <laughs> oh my at God. us. Uh, you know, like Wilson and his friends yes, um, so I figured that might be a little bit of a is you know, it weird
0: that the squirrels in the backyard i 've named them, and I understand like I literally know who 's with who like what 's going. On. I was telling you about this yes. yesterday like i i 'm not even joking like I am so at one with nature in the backyard because i 'm there so much there all day that I know the squirrels in their life
1: yes, you 've been tracking their <laughs> I feel crazy deconstruction of a coconut. a
0: coconut yeah like i am so into their daily activities it's weird and i feel like they're getting closer and closer to me meaning like they're very they're getting friendly
1: yeah they they definitely are you're almost like that guy um <laughs> dr doolittle in the backyard like
0: it's there's so much nature yeah
1: yeah you, you go out there and the birds they kind of like it's like float the, around it's you. crazy. Yeah.
0: Well, I it was it was an exciting week in quarantine. Yes. I had a birthday.
1: Yes, you are our first. Yes. And only so far. Oh my God. Now we're hoping that you know my birthday's in September.
0: We hope it's. I don't right. care if
1: I have a quarantine birthday actually, <laughs> but um, actually I'd, I'd be happy with a quarantine really? birthday. Really?
0: Yeah. No. It was a long day. Let's yeah. just put it that way. Like all quarantine days are long. Like, right. Your birthday yeah. was really long. You're me. actually
1: older than me now.
0: That's not that's, that's
1: how long the birthday. <laughs> was.
0: <laughs> that was a funny
1: joke. It felt like, yeah. Uh, but yes, you had the first birthday party. And, yeah. and had how, how was that for you?
0: It was, I mean, you and the kids made it lovely. The Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family, like, surprised me with a video. I mean, I was crying hysterically. It was so beautiful. And, like, I felt all the love and I felt good. It was really quiet. You know, it was fine. I, you know, I had a cake, you know, and, like, I took a nap. And it yeah. was literally just a really long day, I think, because that i don't like i don't even know like you really had a, i had a lot of time to think about the passing of time <laughs>
1: like it was That's what like said, okay you might be like it might be have been like three birthdays Yeah i one. feel
0: like it was a lot of birthday
1: Yeah i mean i and now for me like i i like to plan stuff for your birthday and i like, i like yes. to do things we usually
0: go away or something th- This was
1: a tough one for me because oh. you know i i was you know before the quarantine i was looking at like places we can go yeah. get a hotel somewhere and then, like, even getting you a gift was hard this year, you know. <laughs> oh, no, And, look, I, I got you, like, I mean, uh, like, uh, some Amazon gift cards. Okay? <laughs> it's like, it's, 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 and, it's all you could do. Yeah. the problem was, like, I was looking to get you things. I'm like, and, like, normally I do, like, like the Merle Norman, like, gift bag and all these yeah. things take the kids with me, and I get it. It's but hard. I don't know if they're going out of business.
0: It, so, it's, yeah, it's hard to get a gift card because you don't know, like, who's going out of business. Yeah. And it's, it's very sad. It's a very yeah. And that's why today I'm talking about... Um, empaths and how they're dealing with everything that's going on like in yeah. various ways mm-hmm. and general and more specific but yeah like you just don't know
1: yeah i didn't know what's like, happening here. usually like, and my parents anniversary is the same day as your birthday yeah and usually i give them a gift card to a restaurant
0: which by the way i just it's such a soulmate sign that my birthday oh. is your parents anniversary that really? is just yeah that's like a soulmate thing like oh, usually wow. like couples will have some sort of weird um correlation like with soulmate stuff
1: oh okay crazy
0: but go Digital? on i'm sorry oh, yeah, yeah.
1: No, it's fine. Yeah, um, but I didn't even. You know, I said I'll get you the gift card, like after because, like, let's say I get like usually I get like Bonefish or Outback. Yeah, and I don't know. Maybe they're gonna go out of business. I, yeah, I have no I think idea. Be so okay. th- that was that. Yeah. Um. You know, I got I got two cakes. Yeah. And the late, you know, I went to the cake aisle in Publix and yeah. he's like, do you want me to write happy birthday on it or something? I'm like, no. And you like screamed at her, no. I'm like, no. And you like no, ran no, out hey, and hey, sprayed hey. her with Lysol. Social distancing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like things like that were different. So you didn't have like happy birthday, you know, Mystic Michaela on your cake. Yeah, which you always have written. Right. From always,
0: day one of knowing me.
1: Sometimes MM, if, if it's a smaller cake. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's like, what I've called at home. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, so like things like that have been, yeah. you know, a little bit different. It's um,
0: okay. It was good. We've been watching a lot of movies lately.
1: Yeah. A lot of people have been asking me if you're expecting. Oh, why? Because I've been riding around on that bike. Oh, with the yeah. baby uh, yeah. seat on the back? So they're like, oh, um, MM's expecting. So Kelly's okay, having a baby. I'm like, no, nope. no, no. <laughs> um, one person dropped off that book and they left it on our porch. That what's that? Uh, when you're expecting. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> they did. Okay. Yeah, so I might, you know. Finally, my bike's in the mail. Yes, my men's bike. Is you in the got mail. a
0: bike. You got a new bike. If you listen to last episode, it was yes. the the saga that Scott has to ride my baby bike with the baby stuff all Women, over yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's a women's bike. Women's
1: bike with the baby with seat the on baby back. seat on the back. But I'm still in training for the Tour de France. Right. Twenty twenty one. Right. Twenty twenty one. All right. So we've been watching a lot of movies. Yes. Last night we watched <laughs> one of my favorites. A classic. Karate Kid,
0: Ralph Macchio.
1: Ralph Macchio,
0: which you're looking like him lately. Yeah, it's weird. It's um, really weird. We're gonna have to put up like on a, on a photo like the like you do you two next to each other.
1: No, as, it's as eerie. A, it's yeah. eerie. Yeah, I mean, act, like if you want to know what I looked like back in like ninth grade, high school, whatever, <laughs> junior high school, uh, Ralph Macchio from the Karate Kid.
0: Karate Kid is such a good movie because it's so to the point. And there's a many, many plot holes, but you don't care
1: about them. No. It was, it was great. It yeah. Was, I, we watched it last night. We were sober. Yes. Um, it, it was- <laughs> yes, It's
0: it it a weird thing to point out.
1: Yeah. No. Well, because like, people are like, oh, are you guys drunk when you watch it? No. Like, no, no. We're
0: no. totally sober. We're, we're always usually totally sober.
1: Yeah. We ran out of stuff a long time ago. <laughs> Uh, if anyone wants to send us something. It's thing. just
0: weird that you like had to like make that yeah, a well, thing.
1: You know, <laughs> like every, you know, drink every time. He I says put down the crack on,
0: pipe, you know, I watched yeah. a movie sober. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, Scott.
1: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's uh, funny. But uh, yeah, I mean, like I, I was definitely that skinny. Um, and you know, the hair is perfect. That, oh is, my God, that like, is my hair. Yeah,
0: the thick 80s hair. Yeah,
1: his, his hair in that movie was the hair I had. My mom never let me get a haircut. I She'd know. always never let me... You do have such
0: beautiful things. We still argue
1: about it. It's nice. Physical. It
0: is nice. It is nice. It just makes you in such a bad mood when it's long. Yeah. But no, it's like you don't have your workout equipment. No, no. So you're kind of going back to your natural state. Right. Which is long and lean. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that, well, that was the thing. Like, it, yeah. you know... And then I, you know, I'd have a weight set. My dad had bought us a weight set. Sweet. Um, and anytime I, you know, worked out, like back in high school, if you work out for like two days, you're like, you know, like Hulk Hogan. Uh, <laughs> You know, if I work out now, it takes, like, four weeks and I'm (laughs) still looking like Martin Short. Um,
0: Thanks a lot, age.
1: (laughs) So... um, what I was going to say is, like, you know, so if I worked out for, like, a week or two. Yeah. Um, then people started calling me Rocky. That's funny. So it went from calling me Ralph Macchio, yeah. the Karate Kid, to Rocky.
0: Because it's funny because you're, like, you're Jewish, but you have, like, this Italian look to you. Yeah. Which is funny. Like, when I met you, I'm like, what is this nationality? You know, like, it, it, you do have that kind of yeah. look that we don't, yeah. So you, you do, And you do, like, you do look like, and, like, we're watching Karate Kid last night. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, this guy talks like you, too. Like, it was just very.
1: Well, yeah, they were, in the movie, they were from, like. New Jersey.
0: Yeah, but, like, you used to, like, when I hear, like, old audio of you speaking before you, like, were Buffalonian, Uh like, you did talk, like, way more like that, like, with this, like, accent. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. So, I mean, old movies are, like, a thing. And I feel like we all have... It's, like, a good way to... Yeah. revisit the past and watch a bunch of funny old movies right. and like i love how karate kid just ends like if it just Oops, ends just, just done
1: done done, done. movies, done.
0: it's mr miyagi's face done credits right. you're the done. best
1: around get
0: out win the end
1: or whatever it was or it's over <laughs> and it's over
0: <laughs> it's hysterical but. but you know then we were watching
1: mm-hmm.
0: a quiet place
1: oh what i just wanted to say before we go on to that uh, what is his aura so now i'm like oh, so ralph Macchio. what is ralph macho's aura yeah
0: so he's red and blue
1: and that makes
0: sense but you know people we're in the movies yeah. have different auras like the actors wear different auras but he's red and blue like in yeah. real life in real life because then we were looking up on instagram yeah like, does he look like you now and he yes. does yes he still does. it's so weird but he doesn't have glasses so like he that is that. so strange he's
1: still a little lean like you li- know, le- yeah yeah he's like not as lean but yeah. he's still like kind of you can see he's still like machio yeah like you always say me like you know if i get sick or something you're starting oh I'm like, oh my god
0: you're getting all macho on us yeah
1: anything like that yeah it crazy. it's a verb around here um and i also noticed he's a huge new york islanders fan yeah so what i'm thinking mm-hmm. and I, you know my brain is always thinking of ideas okay. so first thing i'm thinking in my head you know you have your friend britney yes Brittany grice thomas grice is the goalie for the islanders yes best goalie ever right we have an in with ralph machio we yeah.
0: can get six degrees of separation six degrees
1: of we can get ralph machio on this podcast yeah I think think people be into that. No, not at all. (laughs) But I would be into like
0: the eighty the children of the eighties may
1: right yeah. yeah no no most of our listeners are,
0: I don't know if they're of the eighties
1: they don't know who them. Ralph Macchio is I
0: wasn't that into Karate Kid like you were because you're older than me so yeah. like.
1: did you know who Ralph Macchio yeah
0: no, you, no? I, it wasn't like he was in my Teen Beat magazine okay. I didn't have, he I'm more like the generation like who's that Jonathan Taylor Thomas like Home Improvement that kid uh, I don't
1: even that know that was
0: is. okay that's like the nineties okay like everybody was into Jonathan Taylor Thomas like that people know what I'm talking about okay. so like like we would get like, like the we, Teen Beat magazine. Yeah. Yeah. And like, hopefully, you didn't get that. But like, we would get the team, and it would be all the posters. Like and, Luke like, Perry, like that. Uh, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit oh, younger it. than that, though. that example. No, I'm, he was. He would. He, he, he would have been in oh, there. Okay. But I'm a little bit younger than that. Okay. Like, I'm like like the home improvement guy. Like who else? Oh uh, my god, I need other
1: Lord. children. Of, like Leonardo DiCaprio.
0: Yeah. L- yes, like Leo DiCaprio. Okay. Like that was like my gen.
1: Okay. So okay. So I, So anyways. All right, what well, we're talking about
0: the quiet part? Oh, so then, like, uh, an old movie for us is, like, it's actually a new movie because, like, we really never go to the movies. Like, even when it's not quarantined, we do not go to the movies because Scott has social distancing issues and his red aura life mm-hmm. as it exists i mean
1: i love how
0: you ruined the movies for me i did because are like people touch me we've talked about this okay we'll move on anyway so we <laughs> it's, just, it's just a little bit of a trigger but it's okay so uh, we finally got to see the a quiet place which was hysterical because it was like me our 11 year old and scott and you know abby sleeping and we're watching it and um if you I, I think most people have seen a quiet place it's with jim from the office and like any
1: see, that threw me off right there why because Jim from the office yes. is now getting like attacked by aliens.
0: It's weird. Oh, weird, and he still has like his Jim from the office faces. Yeah, And it's like Jim from the office. That's your face. Uh-huh. Like you're making that face. Look and at the camera. And I think shrug, they call, yeah. shrug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: you know, like, he's he like. Yeah, Look that weird. The it's always like, say, like sad. Like, Mopey dude,
0: he's funny. Mm. Yeah, but it's like the same thing. Except he's saying shh all the time. Like he's constantly telling his kids to be quiet.
1: Right, and why would they name the kids Dwight and Michael? I mean, that's oh, just, that didn't Oscar. <laughs> That's just overkill.
0: <laughs> too much. Too much office. Too much. So we're finally watching A Quiet Place two nights ago. And, um, you know, Scott watching a newer movie versus an older movie. Like, you know, watching watching Karate Kid <laughs> with Scott is fine. This is a great movie. This really stood the test of time, Megan. This movie is amazing. But, like, watching A Quiet Place, it's like, what did it? churn out Crap. And then it's like. What You know, any noise, any noise in the whole movie. Like, somebody's just, like, walking up a step. Why didn't the monster come out now? Where's the monster now? Like, there's so much suspense. Like, me and Brianna are trying to watch it. And he's like, where's the monster now? Where's it going now? And, like, me and Bri... And I see Bri. Because, okay, so this kind of lightly segues to my... Uh Are you sick of your quarantine crew yet?
1: I I mean, I just want to tell everyone here, because I can't see. I literally... I mean, you were... I I mean I am I have tears in my eyes. All, like, you were so you were cracking me and up.
0: And me and Brie are like cuddling on the couch, and you're on the easy chair, and like you're just going on and on. And Brie's like, "Oh my god," it's letting, and and, and what was it you yeah, what didn't was... understand that they were blind. So they're like, "What <laughs> if?" Like Bree's like, like you like, "What if you just walk into one?" And Bree's like, "They're blind. Like she can't handle you, and she's getting like more and more upset." And and then like mid movie, right? You know, you start like you know, you got like a big thing of carrot sticks.
1: Oh, yeah. And,
0: yeah. you know, the whole thing was like, you know, one of your things, you're like, well, how you can't live like that? How do you live like that? The monster's gonna get you. Like, how come you, out? all these plot holes you're finding. And you're right. It's just yeah. a lot.
1: And then At least was, I didn't need the subtitles because there was no talking. There was,
0: yes. We, oh, I think we're old because yeah. we put on subtitles now with movies. Right. Anyways, we try we transgressed so
1: there's a positive
0: yes um you're chewing the carrots and Brianna's face gets like so red and she turns around and she's like we are and and she looks at me and I look at her and we both are thinking the same thing like you're a freaking loud chewer okay
1: Okay. let me explain (laughs) that like, this okay. is like a real trigger for us. Uh-huh. Okay. First of all, I'm trying to make healthier choices <laughs> eating carrots. Right. You know, plus, you know, we, we learned about, you know, you could read like psychic stuff from planting carrots in the ground. Those are the carrots I got. Right. And, and carrots. you know, the carrots are very hard. Okay. Oh, yeah. And this is what they're I They're crunchy. Yeah, they're crunchy, but they're very hard. These were hard right. in, the, in the fridge. And you know, I was thinking, you know, like I'm better chew these really good because I, you know, if you break a tooth now, you're screwed. So that's why you're just I was smacking. Them. I, I like... was chewing them so slowly, and it made a louder noise. I don't know yeah. because, like, I don't want to
0: break a tooth. Brie like looks at me, and I look at her, and we both get it. And, but like, I can keep it in to keep the marital bliss. But like, Brianna no, yeah, can't.
1: You guys were over Brianna there like can't. dying, and, and, Bri's and like, like, "What's going we on? We
0: know who the monster'd kill first. <laughs> dad was just chewing. And it's like, it's so true. And she just like looked at you and she's like, you're a loud chewer. Like she just lost well, it Well, she burnt you. the
1: popcorn. Okay. It's, I didn't want to say anything, but she burnt the popcorn.
0: It's an empath issue, chewing. Yeah. It is, we have discovered this on the MMSF page that we cannot, we can handle babies crying. We can handle siblings fighting. We can handle a lot, birds chirping. We cannot flip and handle chewing. It is just... Nails on a chalkboard, yeah. it'll throw us into
1: rages. Any other things I was doing during the movie that you disapproved It was just of? like,
0: "Ow, oh, this is so loud. Like, you can't live like that. What about now? What about now? Where's the monster now? Where's the monster now? It <laughs> the was such a terrible
1: now? ending, too. Like all the monsters, like running to them. You like, know, yeah, you know they're going to make a like part two, three, four. Yeah, five, the two.
0: I think they're making two. Or quieter something. Place. They might have made two. Place. I don't know what it goes on until it's on pay per view. Yeah, right. Let's just be honest.
1: Well, we you know. It's going to be called Quieter Place. Quietest, and then the, the third.
0: quietest phase. There's gonna
1: be quietest, quietest, you know, multiplied, whatever, until <laughs> they run out of quietists.
0: Very quiet. Very,
1: very, very quiet.
0: Extra quiet.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's not funny, yeah. but it is. It is. It is. It is. And we're it. I mean, last week we were talking about all the positives, and it was like such an uplifting show. And now you're just like, hey, I got some on you too. You know? Oh, do you? Yeah. I'm. A, I'm yeah. a joy to live with. A uh, nag. <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, why don't you tell yeah. that story?
0: Yesterday we went to bed last night.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm just telling the listeners, not you. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, yesterday, yeah, yeah. we went to bed last night, both telling each other
1: that, wait, wait, that before,
0: we're okay. <laughs> yeah, like you know, like we had the stupidest fight last night. Before you go there,
1: this is funny. This is one thing that I always do. <laughs> yeah, and I, I just don't get it. Like you get a lot of uh, like DMs and stuff all the time, right? And you're constantly writing people back on your dm but yeah. a lot of times i think you speak them i do yeah so i always think, oh my god i always think you're talking i to can't me. handle
0: this anymore i use the audio text so i'll just turn on you know you turn on your microphone and it's like thank you so much for your support or you have a blue aura or like whatever i say and scott's like what thank you for what i'm <laughs> blue today like he'll respond to me and it drives me insane. Yeah, I do. And I'm work, like, Scott, yeah. I'm doing audio text. And so sometimes I'll try to preface it. Like, Scott, I'm about to be doing audio text. I'm and not I, going to be talking to you. The problem
1: is, like, I still don't get it, and I still will answer. <laughs> so he responds
0: to me. I will respond.
1: <laughs> and this happens all day, because you're constantly getting it. I'm me. always doing this. Yeah, but all right. Yeah, tell him about the Pepsi. Okay.
0: Well, what? Yeah. No, you tell. No, you know, your like, issue. okay, fine. So, I just noticed these things. Okay, so say it. Okay,
1: so okay, so we're in the obviously we're all in the quarantine together. Okay, except for like those you know people in Venezuela who just haven't got the memo. Um, You know they had like this huge beach party in Venezuela, yeah, like all these like elites, like socialites, and now they're all getting the corona. Um, So anyway, so like okay, we I bought a a one liter, a one liter Mm -hmm. of Coke, yeah, regular Coke. You're high triglycerides. I I know. A one liter, okay? <laughs> and, you know, look, we're on the quarantine. The day is long.
0: And, like, you know, so little, so little joy. there's not a
1: lot of joy right now. So little we all know this. Up. Just the squirrels. Yeah, I have my morning coffee. I love coffee. I, I drink basically all day. I drink coffee and water. That's all I drink. Uh, and orange, orange juice now because you've got to get the vitamin C up so you don't get the corona. And, you know, my co-worker has the corona. So, um, <laughs> you know, so I bought a one liter of, of Coke. And it was, this was over like a four day period. I don't know. Yeah, it was four days. I'm and Brie had most of it. It's by the debating way. this. And you actually had a glass of it yourself. <laughs> so I have it, I have like a half a cup, not even a half a cup, plastic cup by the way. I'm sorry, environment.
0: Oh my god. That's another. That's thing. another so thing.
1: So I, you know, I buy plastic cups. You, you're going to be
0: responsible for a whole landfill. I, you know, I find them, I rinse them. I know. I recycle well, them.
1: I, I figure because we're eating home every single meal. We, I like, don't
0: mind doing dishes. Yeah, I know. Right, it's there's just move, move, a couple of but anyway, on, all right, on, fine.
1: So I have like a quarter cup of Coke. And, and again, this is over like a four day period. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, cause like, you know, the middle of the day, like, like three o'clock in the afternoon, you're like dying. You're like going to pass out. Cause you're like, you know, you need a nap or whatever. Cause you're so like lazy
0: yes, yes, during yes, the yes.
1: quarantine day. And you know, I get crap for it. I'm you know? just telling nah. you
0: that you worked nah. so hard to give up Coke and now you're like bringing it back in.
1: I know. It was, I see you. It was I see a, your vices. It was such a little, little amount. <laughs> to Have, be debated. To be debated. I was having like a quarter cup of tea.
0: But last night, I think it came to a It came to an end, which is why we're talking about it today, where, like, we went to bed just both saying, like, I don't think you're such a fan of me, and then you were like, well, I don't think you're such a fan of me, (laughs) and then I'm like, well, I don't think you're such a fan of me, and then you're like, well, I don't think you're such a fan of me, and that's how we went to bed. Well, I'm
1: going to tell you one thing. All right, what? Okay, so speaking of fans, Mm. I got the best DM the other day. Oh, yeah? Believe it or not, you're probably not going to believe this, but uh, I am a fan favorite. Oh. In Iowa. Oh my gosh! Yes. Why? I, I don't know. They said I have I have like this fan group in Iowa. Are you D- joking? with no. me? No, no, I swear. Can you please
0: show me this DM?
1: Uh, yeah, I'll show it to you after. Okay. You know, you know Sarah who got us the uh, all the uh, foods from Chicago. Yes. She said that I have a couple fans in Iowa. Like, a, it, and they're starting a chapter.
0: It's got like, your. You have no, that lying No, no, no.
1: When Sarah hears this, yeah, she'll DM you and she'll tell you it's truth.
0: Well, I am a fan of you. Okay. But I don't think you're a fan of me.
1: I am a, a fan of you, but more importantly that you're a fan of me, I have fans in Iowa, and I've always wanted that. That's, like, one of the things I've always wanted.
0: That's a life goal. It
1: is a life goal. Remember that one time we went to Iowa? I do. And we, we didn't tell anyone. We just went to Iowa. Yeah. And then I called my parents oh just my to God. check in. It was, like, a week later. Why are you in Iowa? And then I could. she's like, what are you doing in Iowa? <laughs> I'm like, oh, we're at the racetrack. <laughs> we went to, like, Prairie Meadows in Des Moines, oh Iowa. Oh, my
0: God. That's what you remember. Yeah. You don't remember, like... Certain things, but you remember, like, which racetracks you've been to.
1: I remember, yeah, I remember that, and I remember going to the Walmart there. Yeah. And we, like, just, like, hug out at the Walmart. It was a
0: very clean, lovely Walmart. Very,
1: very nice Walmart. It was a nice one. And there was a lot of corn. Yes. And everything's, like, a square. So, like, you just go, like, you can't go anywhere because, like, the corn is in your way. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was was really pretty there, though.
1: Yeah. Like, if you want to make a U-turn, you got to go two miles through corn, (laughs) then go back around, (laughs) and then you're back in. But I have fans in Iowa, so I'm very happy about that. And they are going to start a chapter of the podcast based in, you know... I'm super happy for you, Scott. ...the enjoyment they have of my part.
0: Well, I hope that they yeah. can deal with you eating carrots.
1: <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> and, All right. And look at, like, Ralph Macchio in a couple days.
0: I think that's okay. All right,
1: what are All we right. talking about today? All
0: right, today what we're talking about. So, today we're talking about empaths and, like, how everybody's doing here in the quarantine. And like, it's kind of like, let's just do a quick review here. So I've done so many episodes on empaths. Um, for example, like the recovering empath episode four was like my big one. And, and I always talk about empaths because I really feel like it's a huge thing. It's a theme in all my readings. And the more we understand the empath ability as a tool to awaken and a power to be supported and admired, um, like this is going to increase our Our power as empaths. We have to keep this conversation going. You know, how many years I ask you, have you spent hiding this gift, this gift of empathy, this gift of being able to feel other people's feelings as your own? And right there, that's, the thing, like we hide it because society was built around us telling us that it's a weakness and that this is such a major theme in all, my we, in all my readings and this is such a huge thing. I feel spirit has a message for me to really get out there as much as I possibly can to you guys that it's really triggering us right now. And it's, it's a huge awakening. I talked about this on the last podcast episode, and I'm just going to review a little bit on empaths, um, in more detail. So just to review. So the empath colors that I see are usually like blues, purples, indigos, and turquoises. So purples, like just in order from boundary levels, like purples have like Of all the empaths, purples have the most ability to put on a boundary. And it's because they can really kind of almost like step out of a situation and still see it and still feel it but but understand they're not they're not going to own it. So it, it, that's how purples are. So it's kind of like they can watch a movie, I say. Like they can look at, you know, their friend's situation going on or whatever drama in their family or something, and they can almost like take a step back and watch it as if they're watching a movie. Like they're there, they understand what's going on, they feel it, but they understand they are separate from other storylines going on. And that's the way that they have a boundary. But they do feel things the same. It's just they have a they have a more ability if they... Practice it to step out of it um, blues are the next ones. these are the people who feel their people 's feelings in more of even like a physical way um, that 's why I see a lot of them as nurses or medical professionals. Um, these people can deal with a lot of people at once. I see them like as teachers as therapists handling bigger caseloads. Um, these are the people who also are able to kind of spread themselves thin and their boundaries are less, um, but they still can have them if they're in a professional environment. That's why I see like blue teachers, blue therapists, blue nurses, you know, when they're not overwhelmed, you know, in, in their work, they can put up a bit of a professional wall still. But, you know, in their personal life, they can't. So it's, it's funny because I'll see a lot of times like a blue teacher dealing with like a lot of, you know, kids who are hungry or kids who, you know, come in and and they have bad home situations and they care for them and they love them and they have concern and they work for them, but they can still, you know, go home and like kind of leave it at the door, kind of, you know? But it's funny, in their own lives, they can't do that. Like if their brother is accusing them of something or like they're having boyfriend issues, they can't do that then. So blues, it depends on the context. Indigos, no boundary. So their big thing is they... Can only deal like one on one with situations, and they need more quality than quantity. So a lot of times, like they have less friends, but because their friendships are more intense, or if they're in a job, they deal with less people, but they have to see those people through. That's why I often see them working with children with autism, or you know, adults with disabilities, or um, hospice uh, patients, or you know, reading therapists, or things like that. Like they they have somebody that they help, but it's less. Qua- quantity of people, whereas blues can help like a ton of people at once. Indigos, it's kind of more, it has to be more, uh, specialized and, um, more intense, but less volume, if that makes sense, because they don't have boundaries at all with what they let in. So they can only, and they go a hundred percent, they go all in. So they can't hold any of themselves back in any situation. Turquoises, least boundaries of anybody. They don't even understand what a boundary is. I have a turquoise daughter she 's five, and it 's been I constantly have spirit for more like download more information about turquoises to me turquoises like i 've said in the past how i've been how i 've come to understand them is they 're kind of like a pool of water, and like if you look into a pool of water, you see yourself reflected. And the turquoise aura, or the, turqu- the person who has turquoise energy, they have this ability to hold the reflection of the people, situations, environments that they are around. But they are not the reflection. They just, they're the thing that holds the reflection. They always get that confused. So, for example, with my own daughter, and I see this with clients all the time, they will start acting out other people's issues, like, and becoming it because they think that they are what they hold but they're the vessel they're not what they're holding if that makes sense they're separate and, they, and what, if you see that power when you're a turquoise that from there you can start implementing boundaries like okay I I understand what's going on but it's very hard to see so a lot of turquoises i see them This is hard. Like, I'll see them leaning on their other colors. And if they are aware of this ability, I see them oftentimes in energetic fields, like working in acupuncture or Reiki or healing or something like that with turquoises. And that is... Okay, so that's, like, each color and their boundary level. So, like... Back to what's going on. Like right now, it's just a trigger for us empaths because there's an awakening happening and it's been happening for a long time and it's an awakening of empaths. And I've always say that God scatters empaths around because while the majority of those I read are empaths and the majority of people listening, like you guys are probably empaths if you're listening and the majority of my MMSF group are empaths, we're few and far between. So like the big thing is like, you probably have always felt a little different or a little bit more quote, sensitive than everybody else around you. And the thing is, is right now there's an awakening because the ego and the 3D world, like I talked about on last episode, are about suppressing the voice of the empath. Like you're not supposed to have this vulnerability articulated. You're supposed to suppress it. So what do you feel instead? Instead of feeling your feelings, instead of feeling proud, instead of understanding your voice, instead of articulating it, taking personal responsibility and growing it, you are taught to feel shame, guilt. You're, you're taught to feel dramatic, overly sensitive, weak, foolish, etc. okay? But in this moment in time, we are really being put to the tests. And I find it very interesting and not at all coincidental that the warriors right now on the front lines of dealing with the, the coronavirus and everything are all empaths. They're medical professionals and they're people in the hospitals that are thinking about others before they think about themselves. And those are empaths. And these are doctors, nurser, nurses, EMTs, firefighters. These are you know, the people that go um, and clean up okay, the janitors, the healthcare um, workers, the assistants, all those people, they are empaths and they're going and they're thinking of others before themselves. And these are the people who are dealing directly with the COVID-19 and the faces of the pandemic are these blues, purples, indigos, and turquoises. I mean, I see them on the news and I see how they keep it together. And you know, when they get in their cars, they lose it. They don't lose it in front of you. They lose it alone. And it's the empaths who are the ones calmly delivering the facts to the rest of us about what's happening out there. And while it's completely quiet in the streets and we're at home and we're feeling bored and we joke, you know, about our quarantine crew and stuff like that. These are the people who are on the front lines. And I just feel like it's amazing that they're all empaths and they have to speak their truth and they have to feel the pain of their patients and they have to treat them and they have to advocate for them. And they have to inform us. And they're using those empath voices to unite together, to stand together. And they're using these emotions as tools to tell the rest of us what is going on and to cooperate and to articulate it. And I find it like really just breathtaking and amazing and miraculous that we are looking so closely to the empaths right now to save us. And I just think that is such a turnaround. You know, um, usually like in... Wars, you know, like it's not the empaths so much that are on the front lines. It's more aggressive, you know, and we're thankful for them too. Everybody has their place, but I really find it interesting with this global consciousness shakeup that we're looking to the people who care for others as the wise ones. So, what does this mean for empaths who are not on the front lines? Okay, so now the ones who are home, the ones who are watching the news or staying alone or staying with their loved ones. What about them? So I see many empaths are having various reactions to the state of affairs. You know, I do a lot of readings, I get a lot of different situations as I am an empathic medium, and I just kind of like walk into their lives, you know, um, when they let me to, and I'm very blessed to be able to. Many of the empaths are embracing it, actually. They're reveling in their time. They're taking their break collectively. They're relishing this moment of introspection, okay? A lot of people are feeling very calm. That's great. You know, they're, they're working on building their foundations, which I talked about in um, Aura Quarantine. And others are feeling the effects in different ways because reality has come crashing down on them. And one of the empaths' biggest avoidance in life, okay, and this is like the ego hijacking the empath their biggest avoidance is making others feel bad because of what they have done. So if the empaths here who have been like furloughed or laid off and are having a hard time, it's not just the whole thing that they're not working. It's, it's not even that they don't have money and they're worried about bills. It's more like they feel like they won't be able to help the people that they love. And it's, make, and it's more about them feeling other people worrying about them. That's the thing with empaths. Like they can't handle other people feeling pity for them because then it's like they're feeling it twice and that's the thing that will suffocate the empath first feeling like they can't fix the the pain that they're about to watch others go through and an empath will always the ego will always get in there and help you find out some sort of logical thing why it's your fault and that's the main thing I see a lot of people going through right now it's not that they don't have money it's not that they can't pay their bills it's like oh my gosh how am I making other people suffer like they're owning it They're owning what's going on is almost like a personal failure, and it's something that we have to self-check as empaths. Like, how am I making this about me? Because the ego is funny. Like, I say this all the time, you know, maybe because it's a mom and I've seen Beauty and the Beast a million times. I think when we watch, like, Gaston from Beauty and the Beast, like, that's ego, right? Like, he thinks he's gorgeous and amazing. Well, this is how the ego works in empaths, you think you're the fault of everything. Like, everything's your fault. That's how the ego works in you. It's like you're still, it's still the self-importance thing, but that you're the, like, worst person. Like, that's how it works instead of the best person. So you got to watch that. You got to watch where you're, like, telling yourself where you suck because, like, that's where they're going to get you. That's where they're going to get you down. So you got to watch that. But it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. So I see empaths feelings... You know, they're feeling very alone. Um, they're feeling very completely abandoned. They see this dog eat dog world, this rat race. They have to, you know, file for unemployment. You know, there's all this paperwork. It's very overwhelming. They're told, sorry, that's the way it is. It's not personal. And, you know, for an empath, everything's personal. So none of that helps. And I see them just absorbing it all in and getting overwhelmed. And it's like a catch 22 because empaths will get a weakened immune system when they're stressed. So that's not what we want right now, especially. We want to stay healthy. And I see other empaths deciding to help. You know, like where where can I take my control? Where can I take my control? Is it so simple as like, I'm gonna take a walk and I'm just gonna focus on this walk? I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna get groceries for my neighbor, like I'm gonna volunteer. Okay. I have to find some sort of way to feel better in control during this time. Like I'm gonna take this energy and I'm gonna put it in something which is a better place to almost transcend the worry and create something beautiful out of it. I see many empaths just trying to find solace and like fostering animals or checking in on people who are housebound, you know, like just take that energy when you feel totally out of control and do something in it that's in your control. That's, that's, what, that's how you can help it. That's how you can beat it. Um, for this temporary time, you have to find something as an empath to make you feel more in control so that you don't get taken down by this, I feel like the disconnect that many empaths feel is something that can feel very isolating when it 's not a personal choice it 's kind of like rejection and like like there 's this whole like hashtag alone together and that kind of thing, which is true, but it 's giving empaths a lot of fear and sadness and also a feeling of disconnect it 's not good for mental health you know, and so that 's why it 's really important to use the technology we have for like face to face contact um when when you can and really think about like when somebody texts you like gratitude's the quickest way to god like and and this sounds really corny but like when somebody texts you hey how are you really take a moment and be like wow they just sat there and texted me that like they thought of me like really feel grateful for that moment and the same thing, like if you text somebody like, hey, I'm thinking about you. Oh my gosh, you know, that meant a lot. Take a moment and be like, wow, that really meant a lot to them. I'm really grateful I could do that for them. These tiny, tiny, minuscule things can release your empath energy into a better place, a higher vibration that's going to help you everywhere. It's kind of like when, you're, when, you, when, you get your high, when you get your vibe higher, what happens is is your situation around you will match it. Um, okay. So on four, four on April 4th, there was this like global meditation and it's crazy. Cause like, I mean, I'm into this stuff. Like they have like these like, uh, waves, I don't know how scientific it is, but it's kind of like electromagnetic waves of the earth's, um, field. And it really spiked during the time that it was this global meditation. And it's just kind of like, you know, the energy means something. Energy means something, it helps. High vibes help, let's all do this together. So the work right now, the work for you, is if this has been really hard for you, your work is to figure out why. Why, that's such a huge thing right here. Where does it hurt? Why does it hurt? And where does that come from in your programming? which is like your ego plus how you were raised, okay? When this isolation lifts, when we have to start going out again and becoming comfortable with interacting and, and you know it's gonna be important to remember where it was hard for us to be alone, where we needed distraction, where it was painful. This is a gift in a way. This is a, a pause. And one of the gifts with this pause is understanding where we hurt, why we hurt, and where it controls us. There are so many triggers right now for the empaths. So many ways where we feel the needs of others and want to fix it. And the big question is, where are your triggers? Where are they? And how can you be destructive to yourself when you confront them? And every color in the empath rainbow has a different way of being self-destructive, okay? Purples, they always like, they kill it at self-destruction. They're pretty good at it, okay? So their big thing is like, They will throw purple bombs. Okay, I've talked about this in other episodes. I feel like I need to do a whole purple bomb episode because what it is is like, you know what? There's all this stuff going on. I feel overwhelmed. I'm gonna break up with my boyfriend. I'm gonna, you know, (laughs) I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, you know, quit my job, or I'm just gonna, like they just do something kind of like it it throws them off and it makes them kind of like feel like something different is happening. It distracts them, but it can be very self-destructive. Purple's also have to watch self-medication. You know. Drugs, alcohol, it's a fact. That's what happens. You got to watch it when you're purple. That is like when you reach a trigger, what do you do that hurts yourself so that you can distract from it? Blues, blues. They're a big thing. Like when they confront this kind of stuff, when they confront a trigger is they become a pleaser. Um, They want to all of a sudden be submissive and go please anybody they can because their big thing is borrowing happiness. If I don't have happiness of my own that I generate myself, which really we need to learn how to do when we're blue, um, what happens is, is you'll borrow it from somebody else. And sometimes the people that give you the most happiness to borrow like the most readily available are like narcissistic or energy vampire people. You know, so if you're going to do that, you got to do it for the greater good. And because then it's like connected to source. So that's like volunteering, you know, to get groceries for the housebound person in your neighborhood or something. Like that's a good way to do it. Um, Bad way to do it would be to, you know, deal with an egomaniac person. Um, And also blues can take on too much and then they can get, they can just get overwhelmed. That's another thing that blues will do when they're stressed. They're like, okay, let me just do 100 million things for 100 million people indigos indigos absorb everything when they when they get a trigger when they're triggered you know when they feel their stuff they're going to absorb it all they're going to get sick they got really got to watch the autoimmune issues And they can really just become, they become the other person in the relationship. They can take on too much of who they're with or who they're around or any toxicity and really internalize it. So they got to watch that. And then turquoises, their big thing is they don't recognize what's happening. So they can feel completely out of control, completely out of touch with themselves, completely like a feather in the wind just floating without any direction. They can feel like they lose a ton of clarity. That's what happens when they get um, confronted with their triggers. They start... Just wandering off in their life direction, and they kind of need that's why they need to work on centering themselves with some sort of practice like we all need to work on pra- like meditation things like that, but turquoises definitely need that the most so I want to hear about you I want to hear about like what your tr- what your triggers are I want to hear about how you've been doing with this you know when you're confronting a trigger me personally. Like, you know, just to get real honest with you guys, yes, I'm Purple Indigo, I think the biggest thing that's been going on for me in this time is feeling like I'm not, I really want to help everybody, you know, because like, I, I feel like, you know, I guess this podcast and people listen and, and like my social media or whatever, like I, I really want to capture everyone's voice so they feel heard and seen and validated. But and then I get really overwhelmed, you know, cause I start really to do it. I have to feel it. And that's why, like, I've been losing my voice for, like, a month straight. Like, it's in and out. Hey, Scott. Hey. Are you sick of me losing my voice? Because you just no. think it's the coronavirus. No,
1: no, no, not at all. Um, you know what I was thinking the whole time, what? honestly? What? I mean, to be totally honest. I was just thinking that movie, That Quieter Place. Uh, <laughs> what? Who has a baby? Who has a baby? Who has this, a baby? When this alien invasion when, with noise is not going a on. Not, not a good a time. 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 Not a good time. Not a good time. Not a good time. But in all seriousness, I mean, I mean honestly, that's really like, what I was thinking about. And I, couldn't let it, I couldn't shake it. It was like,
0: just like that one thing. You
1: know, because I was listening to you. We heard
0: that a lot during the movie, too, yeah.
1: Yeah. The, why did they have a baby? Why did they have like, a baby? They could have
0: avoided a lot of stress. Right,
1: right. I mean, I don't know. I'm just you know, saying. I'm just saying.
0: Not, not the best time.
1: Yeah. It could be a lot of quarantine babies. Um, there are. But, um, yeah, the whole empath, I mean, yeah, it's very interesting. I mean, obviously, I'm red and blue. I have the blue, which is an empath color. You're empathic. Empathic. But I don't think I'm feeling it like everybody else like that. You know, I mean, I feel bad and I, sometimes I watch the TV and get upset, but I don't like internalize it, like internalize it. Yeah. Like you guys are doing, I don't think.
0: Well, you don't seek it out either. Like I was, there was some special on the news, like inside this hospital and I was watching it. I was like, oh my God. And you're like, don't watch that. Like you wouldn't watch that, you know?
1: Yeah, I I t- yeah. I tend to, like, turn, like, all the... Emotional stuff off. Yeah, all those stories off. Yeah. Because, uh, I, I, yeah, if I do watch them, then I do kind of, like, I, I will sometimes start feeling sick myself, but... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That might, I don't know. I don't think that's anything like you guys. Oh, I don't think it's, like, anything like the guys in the Mystic Michaela spiritual family. Are, I know. No, family. there's some
0: people are more... They're empaths, and then there's people who are just empathic.
1: Yeah, I think I'm more maybe empathic you're
0: empathic but you're not like it's not on your mind constantly
1: no it's not
0: and you're not really controlled by other people's feelings or your need to please them in any sort of way
1: no like i feel bad like i go to public of i course. feel bad for the workers
0: i know uh
1: but then i leave and i forget about it
0: yeah that's okay yeah that's okay like we're not all like this that's why the thing like and i'm glad you're bringing this up because i feel like um the thing is is like not everyone's an empath you know right and that's okay they don't have to be, but the people that are need to speak up for themselves. Okay. You know, because, like, the whole get over it, like, what I've heard my whole life, get over it, toughen up, get a thicker skin. Like, it's never going to work. Right. Just don't think about it. Like, huh? I don't even know what that means, don't think about it. Yeah. Like.
1: Well, I mean, I definitely understand it now, which is which is good.
0: Well, yeah. Like,
1: because if you would have said, like... Three years ago. No, wait, like four or five years ago. Yeah. If you're like, uh, you know, what's an empath? I would be like, well, I don't, I don't even know what you're talking about.
0: Right, but you always knew I was like way more sensitive than yeah, but I, anybody.
1: Like, like if someone said, could you define the word empath for me? I'd be like, no.
0: Yeah, I know. Well, I that's the thing. Like once you open up to it, like it downloads yeah. quick.
1: But there's a lot of words, you know, like if you were to ask me quarantine a couple of years ago. Starseed.
0: You no. Know, <laughs> or Starseed.
1: <laughs> or Starseed. no I, mean, I I was just making a joke, but, um, yeah, no, I didn't know what an empath was, yeah, I had no idea like what an empath was,
0: so I think you have a game for us,
1: yeah, I figured we kind of throw it to a you know kind of fun, nasty, so to say up oh. uh kind of upbeat to end it up with uh in okay. the show with, and i what we I did was I came up with some like people that would like celebrities that would uh have fights on the internet, oh, fights
0: is, celebrities who have fights on the internet
1: right, and or say, like, terrible things on the internet or whatever. We have to name it. We have to name it. Um, and this would definitely be, like, a 2... This is 2D. This is so 2D here. This is 2D. 2D, 3D. This,
0: we're, we're deep in the 3D. We're here.
1: going 3D now. We're, we're going so we're, 3D
0: Twitter fights. Right.
1: We're taking it down and not We're taking
0: the vibe down. Yeah. What do you want to call this? <laughs> um, 3D Twitter fights.
1: And 3D celebrity quotes or something?
0: <laughs> 3D celebrity Twitter fight quotes.
1: Okay. <laughs> now, I just want to preface this. I, you know, yeah. I've heard throughout my, my years on this earth... That I'm terrible at reading quotes.
0: You don't read them in people's like tone. All
1: right, fine. I'm going to just, you know, apologize now. Okay. Like I do, I apologize all the time. If it's really bad, on.
0: I might just take it from you and read it for you. Yeah, I don't know what you're going to read. Okay.
1: Okay. But please forgive me. I'm terrible at reading quotes.
0: Oh, God, come okay. on.
1: All right. That's my blue coming out there. All right. I feel really Victor Blue. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> like
0: you really, yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah Victor Blue right like, now. Like, I'm mean to you. Or I was something. like
1: red the whole show, and I was like, Victor Blue. i like, mean. I haven't done a red person rant yet.
0: No. That might be coming. It might later be coming.
1: On. All right. So, there's going to be two parts to this. I'm going to read you the quote. Okay. You have to tell me who said it. Oh, Lord. Uh, I can give you, like, kind of like what. Okay. Yeah, the thing. And then you tell me their colors. And all, all right. The nonsense and listeners, and you
0: play at home.
1: Okay. <laughs> and, like, if it's a girl, I'm just going to read it in a guy's voice, Okay. Okay. Find, okay. All right, so here's the first quote. Okay, first quote. Let's see if you can guess who said it. 3D celebrity Twitter fights. 3D, 2D, 2D 3D. Yeah. Okay. You poor thing, you still don't understand, even though I explained it. We're not on Groupon. Have not been in years. If we were, I would admit it. That, that is an extremely old ad that's not active. Keep attacking my business, and you'll find yourself with a lawsuit with Cut Fitness.
0: Well, I knew this before you even said Cut Fitness. That's is, like the fight that Tamara had with Kelly Dodd. Okay. But you know what's funny? What
1: is Cut fit? I, That's her gym. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, yeah, Tamara has a gym called Cut Fitness, and okay. Kelly Dodd's like, you're on Groupon. Which I, What's wrong with being on Groupon? Yeah, what's wrong?
1: We have Groupon. We don't have Groupon <laughs> at all. I don't even know what Groupon is. No,
0: but, like, if I were, like, a gym, I'd be on Groupon. Yeah. Like, you need, like, people like a deal, you know? Yeah.
1: If we owned a zoo, like Joe Exotic, <laughs> I would have put it on Groupon.
0: You wouldn't? I would have. Oh, you would? Yeah. 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 I, I feel like... um for her first mistake yeah. was trying to say there's something wrong with Groupon. Because you know what happened after that? What,
1: what's her, uh, Tam- Tamara's colors? Tamra? Tamra. Tamra. Tamara.
0: Tamara. 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 Tamara.
1: Tamara. Tamara.
0: Always Tamara. 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 Uh, oh, she's yellow purple. Yellow purple. Yeah, but um, it's funny because Groupon t- uh, tweeted right after, like, yeah, you're on Groupon. <laughs> like, I think they put like the the cut fitness Groupon.
1: That's ad. so funny. <laughs> uh, um, and you've met Jam- Tamara. She
0: was very- nice she was really nice she's to me really nice to you. yeah she's yellow purple yellow i mean purple. kelly is like a stink you know so purple. like she's purple and red right i mean come, i mean first of all it's the nature of the show right and and it's hysterical like that you would fight about who's on groupon or not yeah come on
1: i mean it's not like a bad thing like if
0: somebody's a, i'd be like yeah i'm on groupon what like, I'm right. a business. I mean, like it
1: wasn't God. like you know you had ads on like a like a porn site or something that you were running okay I, like that would be worse I yeah guess. take it
0: there take yeah, it there yeah, okay. okay i don't
1: know yeah <laughs> it's not like you put it on your homage dating site you know like <laughs> there's a big ad for cut fitness <laughs>
0: like a banner on
1: homage dating <laughs> yeah
0: that's better yeah uh, next whatever
1: all right All right. so you like that one okay that's fine. all right so here's the second one another quote this is a tweet this is an actual tweet a tweet this is a tweet you tell me who tweeted tell me their colors okay it doesn't exist and as a businesswoman, I am done allowing people to pretend business is easy or have pretend parties to launch products that are fairy tales. Watch cartoons if you want fantasy.
0: Well, it seems like somebody who has a business who doesn't like people that are faking businesses. Who is it?
1: Correct. Okay, so that would be New York Housewives. A lot of these were from New York, from the Housewives. Yeah, they're good at the Twitter fights. They love to fight, yeah. They
0: do. Bethany Franklin. All that makes sense. Who was she saying it to?
1: She was making fun of Ramona for having a a skincare launch that probably just was a phony product. Yeah,
0: so Bethany's red and purple and she is a successful businesswoman. And I act I, just because I'm married to a red, I kind of get the red mm-hmm. viewpoint on that, which is her basically saying, you know, don't don't give it like this this false narrative to women mm-hmm. that ha- having a business is going to be easy cuz then they'll give up.
1: Yeah, but, I, get, you know, I get that Like, one. it's
0: hard to have a bit. Yeah. like, you got to, s- blood, sweat, and tears. Like, that yeah. better be your, like, freaking baby. It's like your baby. Mm-hmm. And she's just trying to say, like, don't make it look so easy, because then it's going to make other people not understand why theirs isn't easy. Right. Because it's not supposed to be easy. And we're just
1: doing, like, a false false party, you know, having a I grand know. opening for, like, nonsense. For
0: not, yeah. And, and yeah. that's what they do. But that's what the whole show's about. Like, right. they all have these, like, fake businesses. Mm. Like, and if you look, like, they don't have them, like, a year later or anything. like, Yeah. Like, and, and, like, Storyline stuff. Storyline. It's, it's for storylines a lot of it
1: okay i get that one more than the groupon one like the groupon one i don't get.
0: i kind of agree with that, that one that i that one. get it, the Yeah, she's, she's looking out for other women who want to start a business yeah. and she's saying like don't idolize somebody like this because that's not how it looks right in reality so what, she's trying to help people out but she's very harsh when she says things
1: because yeah, she's red you said yeah
0: she's red and purple red they're and purple. very like that's like our 11 year old just very yeah. direct
1: and what's uh, the <laughs> other one ramona
0: oh ramona she's yellow and like crazy
1: yellow and crazy yeah okay so there's the aura colors of yellow and crazy i
0: I love i love her she's like the perfect housewife you know what i mean if you're if you're into housewives like she's just like the quintessential
1: okay so she really is her two aura colors yellow and And crazy Yellow and
0: a little crazy crazy you know but sometimes she's not you know she's very yellow is that a color okay she's like loopy loopy doopy yellow she's like dark yellow in my shade throwing shade in aura color episode i talked about her shade of yellow it's like very dark (laughs) Which is like I told you so, yellow. Like just because I said so, it is. All right. Yeah. Can't argue with that. All right. All right. Next.
1: The next. Okay. So I get another one. Uh, now this one's a little difficult. Because, okay. you know, I'm looking at it right now, and it looks like it was written by, like, a junior high school student.
0: Okay, okay. Like, a seventh
1: grader wrote this. Bravo?
0: That's something,
1: yeah? Yeah, another. Okay. <laughs> definitely a Bravo so, person. Sounds like, read yeah, like Yeah, so you already got it right. Okay. So if I botch this quote, All please right. forgive me. There's, like, a lot of symbols in here and at signs and yeah. not full words. There's U's and R's and people getting, just, I don't know. Just okay. read it. And if um, you read it
0: wrong, I'll reread it fine. for you.
1: When people talk shit about you and don't at you or the people they are talking about at Jerry Maddox 1, it should tell you a lot about who they are and what they are saying, Mr. Jax Taylor. Stop posting fiction, get a hobby, and get off my nuts, you little whiny bitch. Okay. Did I read it okay? That, yeah. Yeah, I tried. I should. I should reread it for you. All right. Well, the, the, the bottom line is he wants this guy to get off his nuts. Okay. So, like,
0: obviously, this is Tom yelling at Jacks. Yes. You got it. You got it. But they always do that.
1: Like what? Fight. T- well, get get like, on each other's nuts?
0: Like, I think so. Like, they fight. They, like, have, like, the... Remember when we did the one... You watched the one episode, and, like, Tom and Jax were having a fight about if he was being a good best man or not? Yeah. And you were like, that is the stupidest fight I've ever heard. That is so stupid. Yeah. And I'm like, that's what they do, and this was probably like that, too.
1: That's so... I mean, it's so childish, this thing. Yeah. I mean, the only time I ever said go off my nuts is when your mom kept stealing my pistachios over the summer. <laughs> like i said could you get off my nuts <laughs> she took it a little bit not like the
0: wrong way yeah, yeah. all
1: right
0: so, I mean, well i just... think that's funny because you know what he's trying to say is like if you're gonna do it at me at me like the at sign what does that even that mean? means like tag me oh my
1: god this is like... that means
0: at least that's like instead of because nobody says it's anybody's face anymore that's the twitter equivalent of say it to my face when you at somebody Okay. That means. Does that make sense to you? Okay. So, like, me, if I was having a fight with you, yeah, and I didn't write like at Scotty yeah. Boss forty, what, would, and I just okay. wrote about you. That's like not as like, um, I guess like I'm not man it. to man okay. I'm
1: gonna me. be honest with this whole like at mm-hmm. hashtag nonsense. Okay. Um, red or a rant? No, I'm not gonna be a rant. rant. No, I'm gonna say that for later. All right. But you know, like it's very insulting, right? If someone doesn't tag you or whatever. Like, did we have like? What I'm trying to figure out right now, and I don't know if you know the answer. We might have to come back to this. Mm-hmm. Like, these are big insults right now. Like, I right. didn't hashtag me. You didn't tag well, me. Well, that's
0: more like he's saying you're a bitch because you, you didn't, didn't
1: tag me or something. Or like, some, let's like, say me. you do a pose, you forget to tag someone or you know whatever. That's like right, an insult. That's now. different. But okay, did we have like an insult back in like like my day, you mm-hmm. know, where this would be equivalent.
0: Yeah, like I'm like saying, you didn't like invite if you,
1: me to the party or like something? Like if you didn't
0: say something to my face.
1: Okay.
0: Like if, if, like, if, I, if, like, you went, if somebody went behind your back and said like, like in high right. school, like, hey, Scott, you know, is, you know, blah, 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 something about you. And then you went up to him and it's like, you know, you could have said that to my face instead okay. of like behind my back. So that's what you're saying. That's what that Tom is saying about Jax. Like okay. say it to my face. But like really in this day and age, it's like at me.
1: Mm. All right. I'll just leave this one be for now.
0: I'm helping you with understanding the
1: culture. Exactly.
0: The Twitter culture. I mean, who would have a
1: baby in a (laughs) alien invasion with sound?
0: They don't, like, you knew that was going to happen. Or, like, she should have had a birthing room that was completely soundproof. And why, like, he built everything. Why didn't he build a soundproof room for them to live in?
1: And here's the other thing. When they were trying for the baby, that would be noise too.
0: No, they were really quiet. Okay.
1: All right, right, next quote. This is another tweet, and here it is. Okay. I want to challenge, not me. This is the person that said. Okay. I want to challenge Tom Cruise to a fight in the octagon. Tom, if you don't take this fight, you're sick scared. You will never live it down. Who is willing to put on the fight? Dana White? At Dana, sorry at Dana White. That was just I remember that was Justin Bieber. Oh gosh. He wanted to fight Tom Cruise. It was
0: weird. I don't I don't understand that cuz I didn't really follow it. He's um green and purple. Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. Um and uh maybe he was on something. That was like the weirdest thing ever. And what colors? It's like a joke. Tom Cruise. It was like a joke. He, Tom Cruise is so green. But he honestly feels star seedy to me. He's got like a crystal underlay. So, like, um, like crystal aura people, when I see them, it's like a breed of alien. <laughs> I know. And it's funny because he, he's in science. And yes, he lo- I and, and,
1: he, and he loves alien movies.
0: I, oh, that's right. He's always in yeah. alien movies. He's movie. o- a lot of he's alien different movies. different than Keanu Reeves. Like, because like, Keanu Reeves has that crystal thing going on too. But, like, Keanu Reeves seems like he thinks for himself a little bit more. And Tom Cruise feels a little bit more like wackadoo. Okay. But they have like the same kind of vibe.
1: But yes, like, Tom, but, yeah. yeah,
0: but Keanu feels a little more. Yeah, I mean, I, if, like a like a like a loner, and and mm-hmm. Tom Cruise feels like he's a little bit more, I don't know, collective with that the religion thing okay. kind of makes it different.
1: Okay, you know? I, mean, I would pick yeah Keanu over Cruise. Yeah, if but I to, like, but
0: he's got like a Starseed crystal aura yeah. thing with a green overlay going on.
1: Are they in the? Is he in what? Uh, D would Tom Cruise be in?
0: You know, it's it, it's hard because like I feel like like Katie Holmes like ran from that guy like. And so did Nicole. Like he freaks me out a little. He freaks you out. A yeah, but yeah. I feel like he's really friendly, and if he, and I feel like he's really philanthropic. I don't know this for a fact, but I feel like he is, and I feel like he's not like a bad guy. It's just like I wouldn't want to be married to him. That's true. He feels like a cult leader. Like I couldn't.
1: <laughs> he might have handle video. that. Get off my nut. Uh. <laughs>
0: And she was real indigo. Oh, my God. Oh, really? I don't know if I'm aging myself, but there was, like, this Oprah special with, like, Katie Holmes. Like, they went to Tom Cruise's house in the woods yeah. with Katie Holmes. And it was just, like, really freaking, tr- like, triggering. So many red flags. Okay. We should all watch that again. We should. We're in quarantine, and we should do that. Next week. Okay.
1: All right. Here's another one. <laughs> all right. So this is a couple. I will read you okay. the guy's quote first, okay. and then I will read you the female quote. Okay. Uh, this, seems, this seems very amicable. Flipping houses put us in the spotlight, and while it was tough before, now the pressure is really on. We're still trying to figure out how all of this is going to work. Okay, that was the guy's quote. Okay. And in response, this would be awkward for any exes, since we have to see each other every day. It's beyond awkward. I'm planning on staying friendly and keeping things light.
0: Oh, that's the flip or flop people?
1: Flipping houses, flip or flops.
0: What's her name? Like Christina and Tarek?
1: Yeah. I'm not going to even go. I think so. Yeah. Christina and Tom, T- Tomrick, I think it's tar- Tamara, Tamara, Tamara. No, it's Tamara. <laughs> it's well,
0: he's indigo, which is crazy because, like, every time, before they got divorced, like, we, I liked that show because it was, like, so stressful to watch. And uh, it was, like, the most interesting thing on HGTV for a long time. And um, he's so indigo. And then he had all those thyroid issues. And he had, like, thyroid cancer and stuff. And, like, that makes so much sense. because like, indigos always have, like, a trouble with their finding their voice and then it attacks their thyroid.
1: That, that's weird because, like, on the show... And I watched a few episodes. Yeah. He didn't seem like very indigo. He's always like kind of like angry and yelling at her. No, but even on the show, they would always like be fighting with each other. Well,
0: yeah, when they were like first. Well, he's green too. When they were first. Doing it like the earlier episodes, you can tell, like, he's like, Oh, well, happy wife, happy life, or yeah. like whatever. And now he's like wearing a chunky necklace and like, <laughs> like dating women who look like her but look like way more submissive or something. And I feel like he had a total like breakdown. Well, he did actually, oh my god, he did have a breakdown. Oh, really? yeah, poor Terry. I mean, I feel like he really did not want this to end, and um, I think she. She's very yellow and purple, and like she just organized her life a little different. They grew apart. Mm.
1: For Christina, sure. that, Christi- that Christina, she'd be the one that would have the baby with the alien invasion, anyway. And she yeah, she'd that, be like, she get Tarik to it.
0: Yeah, but she would be smart enough as a yellow would, right? To to have like a soundproof room, right? Okay, like yellows don't do that. And Maybe then, a purple would yeah. accidentally have a baby. In right. some sort of situation like that, but I don't feel like a yellow one. Yeah,
1: and they're good at flipping houses, so it would yeah. really good. Yeah, just, like,
0: I don't understand, like, just get insulation from somewhere and make a soundproof room. Yeah. Yeah, same. All
1: right. Well, all right, now I have a series of tweets. Oh. Are you right? So there's going to yeah. be three. Okay. I'll read all three to you. They're all from the same guy. Okay. All right, here's the first one. Okay. Some of them are really funny, actually. Ari and Lauren are legitimately the only people from Bachelor Nation that don't deserve a good punch in the mouth, and yes, that includes myself. Doesn't include Jenny Delaney because she's hot as f af. Okay. Okay.
0: okay, hot af. Yeah, she's
1: a hot af. Jenny. No, it's no it's just Delaney. hot
0: af. Right. Yeah, okay.
1: it's okay. Jenny Delaney, you know who that is?
0: Or? No, I'm um, really bad sometimes. If I see their pictures, I know who they are.
1: All right. Here is the second quote from the same person. are Bachelor though. Yeah. Podcasts don't make money. As I was told, after six months of working on mine, even Ben Higgins earns less than 20K per year from his podcast, and it's very highly listened to. I don't know why, but it's not <laughs> worth the time or energy. It's a circle jerk oh my God. for you to hear your own voice. <laughs> well, um, do you feel that way? Oh,
0: my God. That's funny.
1: <laughs> I mean, the only... Circle jerk thing I know would maybe be the Amish doing it. I don't know, but all right, for ours. But all right, here we go. And here's the third quote. Okay. I recently learned that I never called Sarah a one-armed bee. <laughs> oh, the, my God. Yeah, this guy is brutal. The audio was cut, spliced, and edited together for multiple <laughs> conversations. I apologize for three years for something I never even did. Oh, my beyond God. Beyond effed up. Who is this guy? Okay, this is... Chad oh my Johnson.
0: Chad, we Chad. all remember him. Remember, you actually loved that season because like he was so awful, and they always showed him just like eating. Remember? All he did was eat he constantly, just eating, 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 yeah. like all the time, like just eating.
1: All he did was eat. He's, crazy. He's, like he's a, crazy. he's
0: like a crazy. He's like a a narcissist on yeah. steroids.
1: And he was his color like black. He's very red. Very red. He's like a red narcissist. Like full red.
0: Like yeah, he
1: doesn't have a pillow. There's no way. He's
0: just a, he's red with he's got narcissist vibes, like burning red. That's hysterical. Yeah, all right. That's I mean, not that's even crazy. like he's just he's just trying to get attention.
1: Yeah, I mean, all he right. insult us. Look, in, in in these three tweets, yeah, he insulted all his podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> he insulted handicapped people, right? And you know, he thought Ari was a good guy, right? Ari's, I didn't mind Ari. All right. Last one. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Okay. So this was a recent quote about the quarantine. Okay. Um, oh, a recent one. A recent Ooh. one. This is good for me.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, and here it is. Yes. We are doing good. We're mostly commiserating over the fact that we, our 24-hour parenting is just not human. Well,
0: you have to reread yeah, that. Yeah, let honey. me reread that again. Well, the well, quote is all possible. for up. you?
1: Now, I'll just read. Uh, here's the basic line of it. I'll read the last line. Okay. This was the quote that really set people off. Yeah. Twenty-four hour parenting is just not human.
0: Who said that? Some rich white Hollywood person. Okay.
1: This psychopath (laughs) was Justin Timber. Oh
0: my god.
1: C. No, Timberlake. Timberlake. Timberlake.
0: Where you were going there? With that. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, what is that? Come on. I mean, that's what I'm doing.
1: Yeah. So uh, I'm about to red rant right here. No, <laughs> oh, here we but go. I'm, no, I'm gonna. Here we I'm go. Gonna, no, no, I can't. I can't.
0: Listen, like I think 24-hour parenting since the dawn of time has been the thing.
1: Yeah, that is human.
0: That's very human. It's we, like the most human thing there is.
1: Yeah. I mean, what's not human is that you have 14 nannies, 75 <laughs> butlers, 18 houses that are probably all attached some way through like some <laughs> weird link underground. What? I don't know. We
0: just like went into like rich people fantasy land. Yeah, whatever. Like, they have
1: underground tunnels. <laughs> they do. Everyone Between knows their that. Between their houses.
0: <laughs> but everyone knows it's that. 24 hours. 20 you know, like, you, we always say that though, like on that rare occasion, we get a sitter. Yeah. Like you say, it's almost worse because right. it reminds you yeah. of what life's like it, like back in that other way.
1: Yeah. I mean. Which is
0: true. It's almost actually I'm so used to it. Like I just don't even question my existence with 24-hour parenting.
1: 20, let me just read that one more time. 24-hour oh par- parenting. <laughs> I can't even read it with a straight face. You read it. 24-hour parenting is just not human.
0: So uh, they're ripping him up for this, right?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, they're ripping him up.
0: Justin Timberlake's very green. Yeah. Um, he's green and purple. I would think he's like be smarter than to say something like
1: that. Yeah, right. You'd think. Well,
0: I think that's just like the whole. You're so tone deaf. Like you don't know who you're tweeting to. Right. You know, like your fans. Like, come on. Like we're all.
1: Yeah, I think that was on a radio show. He said it.
0: Uh, I mean, it's. I think he was probably trying to say like it's hard. It is, but and that's true.
1: You know, we, we we 24 hour parent. He probably they probably like once every you know two months parent. You know, like one day every two months for like two minutes. Like, oh, let me just drive the kid off at school today. I'm doing my parent thing. Right. You know, now I'm going to sing. What's they this, have a what's, lot of What does he sing? Just, bye, bye, bye. That's what. Yeah. Go, bye, bye, bye. Yeah. <laughs> I like at the pre-K line? Yeah. Like, bye, 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 bye. See you in two weeks. Um <laughs> You know, so that's how he parents. And now that he's in quarantine. Right. It's 24 hours a day. You know? I was like, come on, man. I mean.
0: Yeah. It, you know yeah
1: i, I can't. probably because
0: like they you know he's figuring out some sort of quarantine name. yeah
1: well oh, i feel so bad for you justin okay that's all right
0: that's well funny. i
1: think on that quote we have to end all it right let's wrap it up we've had a lot
0: all right okay. hey guys thank you so much for tuning in as always your feedback is appreciated on the mississippi kaila spiritual family facebook page and you all take care bye <laughs>